0: good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage, edify, build up, coming to you live from the northwest corner of the People's Republic of Illinois, the middle west of the divided states of America to the republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And we will see that work its way out today, Election Day, in this country. At least it used to be Election Day. Now you have Election Month. And then in some states like Pennsylvania, you can have Election Week after Election Day to make sure proper Democrats win office. And so we can count enough votes for them to make sure they get elected. And it's... uh, it's got to stop. I mean, we got to get back to, I uh, agree with Mr. Trump, that we need to get back to election day. If you are not going to be able to vote on election day, you can apply for a uh, absentee ballot. And that single ballot is tracked very uh, studiously You cannot have drop boxes where anybody, any Tom, Dick, and Harry can come and drop ballots off. Uh, you know, votes, if you don't, treat them properly are not going to mean anything and i i'm hopeful that more and more people are waking up to that some people just don't care because they want their people to win and you know i i get that but thank god there is a kingdom above all kingdoms a nation above all nations and that is the kingdom of the lord jesus christ And so no matter what happens today, no matter what happens two years from now, in the next presidential election, no matter what happens in any election, in any state, country, city, municipality, whatever it is, there is something even more that's there. And that is what is going to last. Again, whoever gets elected this cycle, it's going to last two years and then different people will get elected. If... Um, In the process, we end up becoming a socialist country in this place because that's seems to me like that's where we're headed with what's going on. You've got a ruling class that wants to rule. It wants to tell everyone else what to do. And in reality, uh, there is only one. Who has the power and authority and the position to do that? That is the Lord Jesus Christ, who came back uh, from the right seat or the, you know, in the relationship that he had with the Father before he came to earth, went back after dying for us, rising again, and he seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us as I speak and I pray that he does intercede for us in this country in a big way because there's a lot of things that are going haywire. But again, I I look at that and I say well, there's nothing new under the sun. This is most of this stuff's been going on forever. We just a lot didn't know about a lot of it because you didn't have the level of instant communication that you do today. So, let's go back. We Have been going through the book of Genesis. One of the purposes of this podcast is to read through the entire Bible for folks and offer some small commentary on it. So we are in chapter 12 of Genesis. We saw God create everything, we saw uh, the fall, and we saw the flood thus far. Lots happened in the first 11 chapters of the Bible when you really think about it. We didn't get a super great amount of detail on all of it, but We got enough. We got what God wanted us to to know. So now we start the call of Abram. Hmm. Excuse me, it's a little early this morning. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and from your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people that they had acquired in Haran, and they had set out to go to the land of Canaan. And when they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to a place at Shechem, to the oak of Morah, at the time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an, an, an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel which pitched in, of Bethel, and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on, still going toward Negev. Now there was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was severe in the land. When he was about to enter Egypt, he said to Sarah, his wife, I know that you are a woman, beautiful in appearance. And when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Say, You are my sister, and that it may go well with me because of you, and that my life may be spared for your sake. When Abram entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. And when the princes of Pharaoh saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house, and for her sake he dealt well with Abram. And he had sheep and oxen, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord afflicted Pharaoh in his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. So so Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I took her then for my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. And Pharaoh gave men orders concerning him that they sent him away with his wife and all that she had. So here we see the father of many nations, Abram, lying, outright lying to people. Now he claims later that, well, she really is kind of his sister because they had the same uh, mother, same father. No, the same mother. No. Same father, I don't remember I gotta uh, we'll get into that here in a chapter or two, but anyway, they were of the same family lineage, and in essence, she was his uh stepsister, if you will, anyway, back then, I don't think it was as big a deal. God hadn't given the law yet, and again, the human genome uh was not clouded as much as it is. Uh, today or would be in later days so it's interesting to see you know you have someone that God obviously used in a great way because he brings Jesus through the line of Abram Um, and you know the Mohammedans have called upon Abram as well as part of their history which again I believe is is Not right, because they don't look at Jesus as the Savior. They look upon some of the teachings of Muhammad that circumvent the will of God and circumvent uh, what Jesus was all about. So, with that in mind, you have a history, a written history here. And ultimately... I still come back to encouraging you to think about what you truly believe in and why. If you believe in evolution, if you believe that science has disproved the Bible, if you believe that somehow Abram, in this case, didn't exist and did not end up going to Egypt and you know all this is just a fairy tale, why? Why do you believe that? Why is it so easy to disbelieve what we just read here? And on the flip side, in my own case, I believe it because it's true. It's there. It's given to us by the only one that makes sense to have created all this. Life is so detailed, is so intricate, is so complex. To have that come about by some random act of chance is an absolute joke think about how complex your own body is and I love this new argument that that, uh, creationists have come up with called irreducible complexity because it totally refutes again the process of evolution saying you became more complex from lesser forms because you can't it doesn't work You can't have a human without certain things. A brain, lungs, a heart, veins. It just, the whole thing is preposterous. And yet, people still put their faith in it. Please stop. (laughs) See a written record of what occurred some 4,000 years ago where Abram went to Egypt. It's right there in print for you to put your trust and faith in. So today we go vote. I'm going to go vote today. I'm going to take my boys and take them through the process with me. And in doing so, hopefully elect people of integrity, people with um, that want truly the good to survive in this country because we're seeing it go uh, especially in bigger cities and i i I don't know how we continue in the way that we are i really think we almost need a a two different forms of government one for big cities and one for rural communities because we are not going to see life the same here in illinois we have a, a major struggle with that we have Cook County directing and, and um, some of the areas in by the Chicago land area, trying to direct what's right for the whole state, and it's just not right. I really think at some point we need to separate into two states, and the rest of Illinois then can be represented by people of the same values, same value system, because people in the big city of Chicago do not have the same values that I do. And I doubt they ever will because it's a whole different living environment. It's a whole different set of circumstances. And people typically in big cities do not put their trust and faith in the Lord God like people in rural communities. So, But I hope and pray, Lord, that you will be at work today in men's hearts and women's hearts, that you will uh, have... The right people elected to represent this country. That we won't necessarily be about making America great again. But. Making it great to represent you in the way it should. That it always did. So. Please watch over folks. I pray for peace in this country Lord. And. Thank you. For all that you are and all that you do. We praise you in Jesus' name. Well, thanks for stopping by. We will see you again tomorrow. Go both. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees And be thankful for all that he's done For my mama, for my friends For your love that never ends For the songs that make